You're listening to the Unzipped Latex Podcast by Latex Fashion TV. Support us on Patreon for the bootleg video of this interview and see it unedited as it was recorded live. Find out more at latexpodcast.com. I just like the opportunity to dress up and be all nice and shiny. Same here. I can't wait to show you my outfit. Brilliant. Would you like to tell our viewers a little bit more about yourself? Certainly. Um, Latex Nye, as you've mentioned, um, a latex model and a shiny content creator. So for me, is uh, for me, I just love to promote amazing creators. I love supporting them by purchasing their designs. I love to just show up different things I can put together, my own style. And I just love everything shiny. So yeah, thanks so much for having me here. We're like little magpies really, aren't we? We're just like addicted to anything shiny, sparkly or glittery. It's just like, yeah, I've got to have that. <laughs> yes. And um, it is because once you and once you develop a liking for something, you tend to gravitate towards, um, you know, similar styles, similar things, you know, it's so easy to jump from latex to PVC, I find nowadays. <laughs> it is, and then I think the good thing is, it's like, it's such a huge community, so you're not alone, and you can expand and grow in so many different ways as an artist as well. You can just soak up and learn. I, I agree. I really agree because I've always loved things that are quite unusual, quite avant-garde. Mm. So for me, latex was a really easy transition and a really easy material to wear because I've already been wearing really complicated outfits for a significant part of my life. What would you say is your favorite type of outfit? Do you prefer like dresses, leggings, sort of cat suits? or a wide variety of items altogether? So I first started out with latex corsets. I love the restriction. I love a good corseted hourglass figure. So I started out with that. So maybe a bit unusual for somebody, but um, but yeah, uh, that's what I really like. But my favorite garments at the moment would have to be cat suits because I love the full experience of getting dressed up in neck-to-toe latex and it's all one look that I could easily accessorize or top up with something nice like a jacket or a belt or another corset or, or everything. No, it's so true. Later, uh, with a catsuit, you can do so much with it and once you get like your favorite corset in and it just cinches you, you're just like, ah, oh, it's the transformation and it's just a, a beautiful way to transform into something completely beautiful. Love it. I agree. What does latex feel like to wear for you? It feels like a second skin. And that's what I like about it is that you can just, it feels like 
restrictive depending on you know the thickness and the style and the tightness that you you're wearing so it feels like it's holding all my jiggly bits together <laughs> and i like that <laughs> there is that isn't that when you've got full enclosure and you know you're safe and secure inside your second skin it feels like a great big hug and you can still be exposed and on show but completely covered it's um it's definitely a wonderful feeling as well that you get from it 100 percent, and i have to agree with the feeling of being hugged because it's it's a nice feeling yeah. i mean like i'm one of those people like i'm very tactile so like text you know it falls very you know i'm very fond of it you know purely because it is an experience and I think that's what we live for our life. We just love just going out on adventures, exploring and gaining as much new experience as we possibly can. And there's, you know, just a hand reach away. There's someone there ready to help you or guide you or give you more knowledge or show you or point you in different directions. It's a wonderful community. Absolutely. And it's full of people that are very expressive and you know, and even the people that are introverts, you know, it's it's another part of themselves. It's the extroverted part that actually comes out to, you know, to socialize, to be part of something, to partake in something that they're not necessarily comfortable about in their day to day, but will do in their latexy rubbery persona. It does. I find like those who are a little bit shy and the fact that they're watching us and we give them like you know a little bit of inspiration or give them that little bit of braveness and the content that you create helps them to do that it's a wonderful feeling as well being able to get someone out of their shell a little bit more i agree and i will have to say that so many people contact me and tell me oh i went out and bought these leggings because when you were modeling i love the way they look on you and i i felt so um uncomfortable before about wearing latex because of my size I wasn't sure you know that I, I would look like and I would have felt like a stuffed sausage but actually it, I look really nice because this is made for me and it's made to my measurements so that is when I feel like yes somebody finally understands it and that big taboo of you know having shiny clothing beef or a very specific body type or person you know goes away <laughs> yeah it does and the fact that you're doing that as well to them and giving them that little bit of you know joy it's such a it's great and that we can do that as well for them i love your gloves by the way thank you <laughs> shiny i keep literally rubbing because they've got so much lube on but i'm just literally doing that the whole way through i'm just like oh my god <laughs> can't stop <laughs> do you have any favorite designers I do, and they change all the time. I'm quite lucky in that. Lately, I've been able to work with some of my favorite designers. Um, right now, I'm wearing Pandora Deluxe, and Pandora Deluxe um, would have to be one of my top ones. So I'm wearing part of the new collection, and I, I'll show you. Those so, leggings are killer. Thank you. So the le leggings are laser cut, and they're a leopard print. Um, and I'm wearing the matching belt and a top also everything Pandora Deluxe so um, so yeah so Pandora Deluxe is one of my favorite at the moment um, I fallen in love with with the designs once more even though I already had a few pieces because um, Mags um, invited me to shoot with her and I got to experience 
laser cut latex, which is a brand new experience for me because I had tried other like types of like to design stuff that might have been fused and then we put together sort of in a netting design, kind of like what you were wearing on top. It's it's very that's a very delicate feeling compared to the laser cut because the laser cut still feels very much like the regular latex because the consistency and the tightness of it has sort of remained because it is cut within sheet and glued. So it is still remain it still has that same thickness as the rest of the garment. So I thought that was really interesting. And also because you can your skin breathes a little bit more, so you're not sweating as much. Mm. So I thought that was a good plus because then I feel like I'm not swimming in my leggings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which some, I'm sure some people can relate to that that are watching um, and um, and yes yeah, so during our sh the first shoot I did with her um, back earlier this year in February I had the chance to wear some laser cut paisley leggings and it was this really beautiful florally patterned and it was black and I love them and I said mm, I was thinking to myself these will look even better in red because I have a big love of red latex as well. So yes, I was thinking about them for a while and then um, I had the chance to shoot again over the summer and discover the new cut she was doing with this um, animal print. So I thought to myself, let's go for some leggings. So, so here I am wearing these leggings that, you know, feel great. <laughs> Yeah, they look amazing. Like, for me, like I'm wearing the sort of like the cutout latex, and it's so delicate. I'm just finding like I have to put extra lube on top of it so it's got movement. Because if it hasn't and it sticks, you're pulling at that really thin little bit of latex, and it's like it's really scary. It's like, oh my god, don't break. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have similar latex like that that would, would have been cut and fused back together and it's so delicate that every time I wear it, bits of it pop out. But then again, I also feel, well, that's kind of part of the look now because of the way it's been crafted. So I've kind of given up on it, but I'm super delicate with it as well. It's like the distressed look, isn't it? You're just like, yes, we know it's going to get ruined at some point, but let's enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you have a favorite outfit that you wear over and over again or that you go to all the time? I have a bondage black cat suit that I tend to wear quite a lot because it's a bit of a staple and also because when people ask me to make content for them it's one of their favorites of how it looks on me so I tend to put it on quite a lot and it's usually um, it's, it's a very strong look because it's a tight cap suit, head to toe, and it has a corset um, going, obviously it's, it's a smaller corset, so all around the waist. So as soon as you get into it, it just like makes your figure pop yeah. without having to do any added lacing or anything. The corset is just integrated, so it's really easy. You just pop the zip up in the back and it has a zipper at the front. So it's really, really easy to put on. So I tend to wear it probably like at least once a month. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's like one of those favorite garments that you just have, as soon as you see it, you just like, I have to put it on. Yes, yes, so, so that's one. Now, another one that I, I'm using quite frequently now is a neck entry black katsu, but fantastic rubber. And it's um, a 0 0.5, 0 0.25 thickness. So it's very, very thin. And I'm using it quite a lot because it's really easy to get into. 
So it's a quick outfit that I could just, you know, if I just want to make feel fabulous at home and, and just put on easily, it's, uh, it's definitely one that I go to. Um, and you would think that being neck entry, it's difficult to get into because of being neck entry, but because the latex is so thin, yeah. it stretches more okay. than the 0.4 thickness, which is standard in, in most garments. So I find that it's way easier to put on and it feels silkier as well. So I'm an addict for this thickness of latex end up. And Peter, a fantastic rubber, introduced me to, to this very, very thin latex. So he did warn me that his garments are addictive and <laughs> and I think and he's like and he did say that he puts a disclaimer on his website about it too and and he's right. Brilliant. Yeah, so the, the neck entry, I did a neck entry catsuit once and it was like the most trickiest thing. I'm just like, oh my god, I need more lube because you haven't got the, the zip to help you. It's like the whole body goes in. So how would you like for those who wanted like a neck entry catsuit, how would you advise them and you know talk you know measurements and how you would get into them? Go to Fantastic Rubber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I'll tell you why. And I'm not being paid for this either to, to to say this. The reason being is that they do everything made to measure, and you want to be able to get into a garment that fits not just one part of your body but fits the entire part of your body. And it's an entire, and it's a sensory experience because when you first tuck yourself into it, everything should fit the way it should. So best way to get into it is you put your either hand, depending, you know, which one you stand, you start with. If you started with your right, you go into the left hand leg just to line up the seam and then bring it into your left leg. You obviously have to have a lot of dressing aid. Um, and I do recommend j just getting a dressing aid for the catsuit. Other silicone, I find that it might be too thick or even the shine might be a bit too thick, but dressing aid, I feel helps a lot with gliding. Um, and then you get you, and then you do the, the, the same thing with the other leg. You just go to the opposite hand and bring it up and your seams should be perfectly lined up. So then you work it up to your knees, then up to the legs then to the waist. And you know, then you start putting your arms through, get one arm in, get the other, and then just bring it up. And if there's someone to help you uh, bring the first shoulder up, that's usually, that will save you a bit of time. Yes. can be tricky. I have to say there's a massive difference with going to get something measured for your body than buying off the rack. So I used to buy off the rack a lot. And then I had my first experience of getting measured and putting latex on, made to measure latex on, you're just like, Oh, so this is what it feels like to do it properly. Get it now. There's a massive difference between just buying off the rack and going and getting measured for your body. It's a completely different experience altogether. Yes, I, I agree. And I was the same way because I thought that if you wanted to buy latex and you went to a shop and you bought it off the rack because we're accustomed to buying garments, you know, off the rack because that's as consumers that's what we're conditioned to and ordering online is always seems like a daunting risk for people but for latex is quite the opposite is that most of your favorite designers will likely be online will have a studio that you might be able to visit if you're allowed to or if they allow you to um and so 
it does make a huge difference when you are made to measure. Now, some people are quite fortunate in that they can buy, you know, off the rack and they will look fantastic, you know, great, but not everyone is, has the same standard shape. Like I'm very big at the top and at the hips and quite small at the waist. So for me, if I buy, for example, a standard size 12, it might look okay, but it's going to be really, really tight. And then the stomach is going to be out to here. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. And it's, it's worth, uh, for me, it's worth spending that little bit extra just to get that perfectly made measured because once you've gone and got yourself fitted, you don't, you just don't go back, do you? You just kind of like, no, this is how it's meant to fit. This is how it's meant to feel. And it's worth doing and spending that little bit extra, in my opinion. Yep. I agree. I agree. And it does make a difference as well because, for example, a lot of the people that most of the people that I speak to that are not standard sizes on this issue is that you might be able to buy a garment or two in a standard size, but when it comes to something more complicating like a cat suit, then definitely get ready to measure. You might get away with it like in a single item, like a top or a bottom. So it's not always worth. It. Like I always tell people, like check the size charge, like size charts every designer is different and i will tell you that i have range like i have different designers that are a size that i wear size 8 and other ones i wear size 14. wow so that's a big jump as well from sizes so it's worth just doing your research or just worth going to get yourself measured or sorted or like you say look at the size chart yeah yeah absolutely like for example tac latex i wear their standard size 14 because it just fits better and Libidex like I will wear like a size medium and for a Mentium I'll buy sometimes like it'll it'll be a different a smaller size as well so so it does tend to vary quite a lot it does I, I find it does a lot yeah do you ever wear like latex have you ever risked it and worn it in public or do you go to clubs in it and stuff or? I have worn it to clubs Yay! I've worn it, yeah, I wear that out a lot. Um, I've worn it to restaurants or to bars, so it won't be a full outfit, but it's, it'll usually be either like a cocktail dress with maybe you know, standard, a standard fabric jacket, like maybe you know a raincoat or a nice dress-up wool coat, and, um, or a single garment like a belt or a skirt or a blouse. So I do tend to mix and match, and some of my favorite outfits that I've worn to clubs have been full latex as well. So it's also a chance for me to get to wear what I have in my wardrobe. I know that, like, like as you know as well, latex doesn't last forever. So you want to wear it while you have it, while it's still nice. And I try to wear most of my things like frequently because I don't like to have them just sitting in my wardrobe. I'm very, very careful about what I buy now because I have amassed quite a collection over the past few years that I want to just be able to enjoy it now. <laughs> so do you have a, in your wardrobe, do you have a very large collection of latex? Have you said you've gone to, when you start in the little journey of latex, you get one or two pieces, but it just grows so quickly and gets out of hand, I find. Yes, entirely, entirely correct. So my first purchase was the Bondanage corset in their fishnet pattern, which is red and black. And I bought that in Camden Market in a course, in like in a big corset stall when they used to sell independent pieces to, to 
to different shops there. So that must have been in 2006. I still have that corset. And it still like looks beautiful and it's well put together. And a friend of mine told me, it's definitely more than 10 years old. It's lasted you because, because it's really thick rubber. And the thicker the rubber, the longer its life, apparently. No, I, I understand that, yeah. And you've got to store it as well. You've got to look after it and maintain it. It's not, I don't think it, having latex is like, it's like a full-time job. It's all right wearing it, but then you've got to look after it afterwards as well. It's the care that is needed with it because it is such, even though it's quite resilient, it's delicate at the same time. So it's, um, I find sometimes when I'm talking about latex, I contradict myself because I'm like, yes, it's delicate, but yes, it's resilient. Yes, and you're just like, oh, just... Go out and buy it. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and every designer will give you clear instructions for their garments. Yeah. And it's important that you follow them. But then equally, I, I find that some people contradict themselves too in yeah. how to store it, in terms of how to wear it. Some people still love the blue latex wash shine that leaves everything streaky. Oh. And some people still say it's, store your latex in powder even though like powder is carcinogenic and horrible for your skin you know it's so it's definitely there's a lot of school of thought on how to store it um i'll give myself some kudos because i'll i have latex that's way more that's older than 10 years that still looks fabulous i have a, a libidex gum that i bought maybe 12 years ago when it's it looks perfect and all i did is just store it in a bag with a bit of powder maybe a long time ago, but now it's just in a bag with a teeny bit of lube and it looks perfectly fine. And the, if I stretch the latex, there is no sign of it tearing or wanting to tear. It's good, yeah. it's, I think it's trial and error most of the time when you've got it. Everyone does it differently. Everyone does it differently and you just have to try it out for yourself. If it doesn't work for you, there's so many other different ways of doing it as well. So that's great. Yeah, and I'm sure it also depends on climate and where you live. For example, like some people might live in really dry places and some other people might live in very humid places where you have to make sure your, your latex doesn't get moldy. Or sweaty, so you've got to be like, I live in Spain, so it gets very, very hot here and it's just like, things melt. <laughs> You're just like, oh dear. And the first thing I'm thinking of is like, I wonder what my latex is doing. <laughs> So it's, it says, you know, you have to kind of store it in a cool, dry place, but you've got to find that cool, dry place, even if you're in a hot climate as well. It's just like, ah, oh, I need air conditioning. It's completely true. Yes. Do you have any fun, like, funny moments? Or have you had any funny situations wearing latex on a shoot, maybe, perhaps? Funny moments. Oh, where do I start? It's the little smile on your face that lets us know there's something joyous coming. I was trying on a green latex leotard and it was a crisscross pattern and I was quite ambitious in that it would fit me. I knew it wasn't going to fit me, but I was going to give it a go yeah. and it was during a fashion market. So I put it on, went through my hips, went through my, went through everything just fine, put it, put it on. So then I had to go show my friend and um, and my partner who, who were there with me. And I was just like really, really confident about it. Yep, it's going to look great. So I turned around and I didn't rip it. Oh, no. But 
because I have quite a large bottom, it just, <laughs> you can imagine the effect of the lattice crisscross latex on my bottom. <laughs> All my skin was popping out of it. And, um, it wasn't a flattering thing. So that's just an example of how you just have to wear the right size things. And when I looked at it, it's just like, it looks bad, doesn't it? And they were like, not very flattering and at that point so many people would have seen me and must have thought like what is she thinking what is she wearing when i try to squeeze into something that didn't fit me and i'm sure loads of people saw me and me being the confident person i usually am usually you know yeah yeah i could do it i'll, I'll wing it yeah i wasn't winging it right <laughs> if it does go wrong if you've got confidence like I put on a I think it was like a dress or something and I put it on backwards but I was just like Meh. everyone's like your dress is on backwards I was like I know I'm just gonna wear it backwards because it doesn't make any difference if it was front or backwards it's still a black dress <laughs> but you're just trying to like you just don't want to embarrass yourself even more do you so you're just kind of like no I did it on purpose yeah this is what I meant to do <laughs> exactly exactly and, and of course I could have just like stopped and watched and actually seen you know the effect it had on my very voluptuous bottom but i clearly did not <laughs> it's just it's yeah it's one of those things that just happens and the many things that do happen if you wear latex a lot something's gonna happen whether it rips or you get trapped air or it doesn't fit or something just unexpected happens you just have to roll with it what advice would you give to anyone wearing latex for the first time I love this question because everyone is so different as to what they go for, as to, you know, type of garment they start out with. Just enjoy the experience is my advice to them. It's you're going to like it, it might get addictive, it might not be for you. Just make sure that you are comfortable wearing whatever it is that you select, whether you start out with a pair of gloves, whether you start up like me with a full corset or a dress or a jacket just enjoy the experience look after your garment make sure that if it does require a lot of lube to get into that you put a lot of lube into it never ignore the parts that take a lot of stress like the legs the shoulders the hips that's really really important you don't want to ruin your garment on the first go but if you're starting out easy like a pair of gloves just give it one spray inside with latex lubricant and you'll be good to go don't do what i did once which is over spray it and then you have lube swimming down your arm <laughs> and so try, try not to do that just just once is usually enough i've learned that lesson very hard is that when i was putting my gloves on i was like now now we don't need to overdo it because <laughs> it's just like it's not just that but it lube gets everywhere everywhere and you're just like ah oh. so you do have to give it you know attention in certain areas but be careful like you said because otherwise it can you just be slipping and sliding everywhere the amount of times that you wear latex you cleaning the garment isn't the only part of wearing latex cleaning everything that you touched that you came into contact with while wearing latex is also required so you got to clean your floors you got to clean your furniture why? Because you don't want to slip on your floor and, you know, hit your head on the floor. <laughs> it's not just that as well, is it? It's because, like, when we go to photo shoots and stuff like that, we also, I take, I take a towel.
towel with me. I bring a towel because if I'm using somebody else's floor, I'm gonna make a mess on their floor. I'm gonna need to clean that up. So it's just like, especially if you're working with a photographer for the first time and it's his first time in latex and he doesn't realize how messy latex can be, whether you're using talcum powder or lube, you're gonna leave a mess. So you need to like kind of put that into your little mind as well sometimes. Yep, I agree. And it is part of having courtesy for wherever you end up shooting because you don't want to be told later on, oh, the models were on the floor and he needs to be standing. I've gone to so many shoots where I was told later on that somebody ruined the floor oh, yeah. and, and or the photographer is not going to get their deposit because of that. So now I'm so cognizant of that. I make sure that I go with clean shoes because clean shoes plus lube will create mud. <laughs> That's another thing to think about, uh, especially if you do outdoor like latex shooting. You come home, you gotta clean your shoes as well. It's it's another part of latex maintenance. It's not just, you know, what you touch and what you come take, it's everything else that would have been part of that whole experience. It's quite tricky. I love it as well. But I, I go, I pack and then I put a towel in there and it's just like that goes on the floor and then I'll stand on that and then I'll lube up and I just it's just like you said, it's just curses, isn't it? Just making sure that you're thinking of other people at the same time because we are gonna leave a mess, it's inevitable. True. It's true. And I, I've shot with models that will just take stuff off, throw it back in the bag and like run out. And for me, it's like, I feel really bad if I was going to give somebody my garment that, that was really sweaty yeah. and then take it home and wash it. <laughs> it's like, can I wash it for you and then return it? <laughs> the last thing you want is sending a dirty cat suit to someone. So, yeah, I don't want to do that. Oh, that would be heartbreaking. <laughs> they don't want to wash your sweat. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just make sure it's clean. Where can we find you online? So, the, the platform I use mostly is Instagram, followed by Twitter. And for you'll be able to find me as latex underscore N-A-I. Uh, Nye on Instagram and my Twitter handle is just all that one in one um, ID so you'll be able to find it um, and so that's how you normally find me. Thank you so much it's been an absolute joy talking to you and getting to know you you are absolutely amazing <laughs> I've had so much fun. I've had so Thank much you very fun. much for having me uh, for interviewing me for your time today. I really enjoyed our little chat. Thank you so much <laughs> for all the ramblings and all the questions. You've done really well. I loved it and you're amazing and wonderful and it's been great. Thank you so, so much. If you want to see more Latex, visit Latex Fashion TV and follow us on all of the platforms, literally we're everywhere. We have uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything. <laughs> I'm Zoe Page and thanks for watching. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unzipped Latex podcast. For more interviews and features, visit latexfashion.tv.